The current spoiler warning level is Azure. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Azure. We're talking about a number of machines from new mobile report Gundam Wing Frozen Teardrop. So, you know, if you're worried about Frozen Teardrop spoilers, you know, tap out because we, we talk about those some, but it's almost certainly never getting animated. So please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista in G. I'm Six Tetler. I'm Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Hi. <laughs> how are you? I'm fine. Cool, cool. Uh, how are you, Six? Uh, you know, you can probably tell by my voice. Uh, you want to talk about <laughs> some robots? Uh, yeah, All right. always. All right, well... Easily done. Yasui mono da or something. What? I, I, it's, it's, it's Japanese. Don't worry about it. I, I mean, I yes, I gathered <laughs> that much, but. It... Um. Oh. Okay. Well. I hope you <sighs> had a plan get? for this. Did I? I hope. But you roll. So rolled after colony. There's okay. one entry in After Colony. Mm-hmm. It reads Frozen Teardrop Grab Bag. <sighs> right. Alright. I can do this. We can do this. Uh, there's. there's uh, this is going to be a weird one because the problem with Frozen Teardrop uh, is. Yes, that please tell me what the problem with Frozen Teardrop is. Well, boil it down for Frozen- me. Okay, the problem with Frozen Teardrop's designs, let's let's start small, okay. is that a lot of them are hidden. As in, a lot of them are under cloaks. Not all of them, though. Um, and then some of them, I will have to, I will have to find media outside in order to find it. Specifically, stuff like, believe, like the Gundam Snow White. Uh, we know what that looks like now. But only because it appeared in video games and stuff. Oh, never mind. That's Snow White Prelude, uh, which is a, an original uh, design uh, related to Frozen Teardrop, but it's not actually the design, I guess. Okay, well. Okay. So this is our last thing for After Colony. Uh, well, I brought it up. Oh no, Snow White Prelude is supposed to be the design. Okay. It just didn't get the design until the model kit. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we could do okay. I will link you each design as we go. Okay. Uh, because some of them some of them have articles, some of them do not. Now, there's also the ones like, you know, the Snow White. Let me see if I I'm trying to see if I can find the original image of the Snow White Gundam. Uh, that we had, which was uh, the the one that's in shadows, uh, or that not in shadows in the cloak. Um, there's a couple of them, but yeah, like here here here's here's one right. Uh, now I will say the thing about the Snow White that's funny to me is that it's normally under the cloak, and we just know its weapon, which is this kind of weird. Uh, Buster Rifle thing. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, the the Snow White Prelude does not use that. Yeah. That's why I don't know if that toy is even representative of the final design, but we never talked about it. So... Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we'll have the image, um, in in a folder. We're having to do that a lot lately. Um... But yeah. this rifle is fairly, like, besides the muzzle, which is not, you know, not circular, it is, it is ovular. It is, like, pill-shaped. 
um, beyond that, it is fairly realistic rifle stuff. Like it has a scope with a cap and, and dials and it has like a little like, um, uh, stand, not quite a bipod cause it's all one piece, but it has a little stand that, that folds down at the end of the barrel. This is very built like based on like real rifles, which the Buster rifles are not. Yes. Not only that. This rifle has two appearances, because then there was the the audio drama that they did of Frozen Teardrop. And this looks nothing like that previous Which used this one. image. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it has the bipod, but this is supposed to be the same scene, I think. And, well, this rifle is more of a crossbow. Well, it's a crossbow visually a speaking. But yeah, a crossbow double a double barreled crossbow rifle thing. So basically what uh, we have here is a a yeah, double barreled rifle. The scope is basically at the end of the barrel, which is a weird design. And the two crossbow like arms are holding basically rounds of ammunition and one imagines as you fire they push inward pushing shells into either side for the two barrels. Yeah. It's very strange. Uh now I don't know what these do. Because then we have, the one we actually have the data on is for the Snow White Prelude, which of course does luckily have its own article, so we can just link to that. Um, But the Snow White Prelude is theoretically what this design is supposed to be. There's a couple of weird things with this, though. One, there's no way that this design hit all of those uh, Wing Zero Endless Waltz-like wings underneath that cloak. No. And two, it uses, it just uses twin buster rifles. Um. I'm going to list so, these as two different machines. I don't, I don't believe it. Wait, what? I'm going to list these as two different machines, Snow White and Snow White Premium. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. believe it. I don't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, also, this is just so clearly, like, they added parts on, like, I appreciate the existence of this MG that we have down here, but this is so clearly they took a... Or the uh, fixed figuration. Yeah, sorry. But it's so clearly yeah. they took a Wing Zero base and added parts onto it, and I... Yes. Yeah, and it makes me be like, okay, so... But, like, on the real thing, probably parts of this base design are reimagined. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Is It's just, like, it's so strange to me uh, that this thing exists in this form. So, what we have here is a Wing Zero. Now, it's a fixed-figuration metal composite, so it's slightly redesigned to be more detailed. Um, still Hajime Katoki art. So, what we have here is a, is a Wing Zero, uh, in many ways, uh, just with extra detail. Things like the fins on the head, because we've talked about the Wing Zero before. So, yeah. just to kind of go through it a little faster... Uh, the head's uh, fins have more of a split to them now, and they have, like, little, you know, like, bits in the middle, like, little radiator uh, that are back. Um, little radiator fins. So it's just, like, more detail, basically. Um, especially, and then you feel that when you get to the torso, too, where, like, you have deeper cuts around the torso. Um, still has, you know, the collar Vulcans and all that. Uh, the shoulders are a part where it's very apparent, like, the added detail, because, like, instead of just having the normal tiered sh- uh, shoulder armor of the Wing Zero, you've got, like, these layers of metal in between that have, like, you know, cool-looking details. Um, same with the arms, uh, when you hit, like, the forearms, like, the two forearms with the sensors at the end have the, they're they're more popped open and have metal details. Same with the side skirts and the front skirts the knees uh, almost opens you know kind of what it reminds me of funnily is uh especially like on the skirts and stuff it actually kind of reminds me of the unicorn yeah uh when that opens but yeah it's just interesting oh and then like the uh back of the calf armor pops open you can see on the back it's basically a bunch of parts pop open uh to reveal metal internal frame uh which is a mixture of an artistic decision and also this is what that line is right like the mm-hmm. fixed figuration metal composite uh the the main important thing here that's different is so we have the wing zero wings and they are the normal wing zero wings except you then have these bizarre uh i believe these are the are these the 
the noise zergs that are like stuck onto the back, I believe. It has a new weapon called the. Noi- I mean, they're part Noi-Zerg. of they're part of the Seraphim binder, but the parts that make them up, I believe, yes, are the Noisergs. Yeah, so it's called the Seraphim binder because it has six of these, uh, and they're just sticking out of the back, facing almost directly upward, which I think is kind of weird. And it and they and so what you've done is it still has like the organic front of the wing bits. But then you have the Seraphim Binder, which looks really mechanical. Mm-hmm. Uh, with all these, like, little white, you know, Zvergs that are sticking up out of it. And then, of course, you have, like, the two sub-binders on the back, like the normal one. And it's kind of a mess, IMO. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I don't crazy think it about looks this design. Great, yeah. So, like, um... It's real weird... Uh, also, give me one sec. Uh, I, I have an image. The wiki does not have this, so I do have one image I'll have to give us, which is, uh, when the Neosverg are combined with the, uh... The oh, you have, you have the Dreisverg Doppelt. I see. Okay. That's what it's called when it does that. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh... Uh, I will say this also for this model, uh, or for this toy. So, you can see in, like, this preview image, I'm trying to find a better quality one, but uh, I was just linking that to you real quick. Mm. Uh, you can see that, you know, the 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 Seraphim Binder can actually pop down pretty far and actually wrap around the body, and I think it looks much better it's, when yeah, it does that. it really does. Or the shot here where it has them up, like, like sets of fin funnels also looks better. Yeah. Uh, anything that isn't just, you know, the original design, which I think is really funny. Uh, let's see. Okay, uh, actually, now that I've realized it, uh, Amazon has a listing, and the Amazon listing does have all these images. So, yeah, you can see that the, the, the Seraphim Binder can wrap around almost fully to the front, which actually looks a lot better. I, I, I have to give this design some credit that, Okay, it actually looks pretty good when you have the Seraphim Binder in any mode that isn't the default. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, some weird things, though. So, first of all, here is the Dreisverg Doppent. Which is to say, you have all six of those binders on the double beam rifle. Uh, all six of those Vergs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, it slams the rifles together like how it normally does, but then you have six things around the rifle, which is goofy as hell. Uh, I don't know why you would need that. I still don't... Look, I like the way the the Zverg look on even, like, the EW version, but here's the thing. Why do you need that? <laughs> the Wing Zero's Buster Rifle is already depicted, like, being able to destroy an entire colony. You don't need to have things to increase the output. <laughs> There's always something bigger, Dylan. No! Especially not six of these goddamn things. Man, if he had all six of these at the time, he would have gone right through Marimea's bunker, but it would have gone all the way through. Well, now they're on Mars, and Mars could take a little more punishment. Yeah, fair. Um, Is it? I appreciate you saying that. I don't know if that's true. No, it's not actually. No, I'm just just trying to to move on because I'm mad. (laughs) Uh, Alright, and then also, so... I believe I don't know if the fixed figuration was the first to do this with the Wing Zero or if it was the um there's that other model, the um high resolution one that also can do this. But it can uh turn into the bird mode. Oh that looks sick, actually. Actually, it's pretty cool. Uh this is actually a pretty good bird mode. I actually don't mind the bird mode on either form, because I, I kinda like the uh bird mode on the um like the high resolution model too for the Wing Zero. Uh but, uh, does the new Verka do that? Do you know? The bird mode? Yeah, like, does the new, um... Because they, cause they did that Wing Zero EW Verka recently. Was that recent? Uh, I thought that... Didn't it just get, like, a new model relatively recently? Yeah. Uh, well, I say recent. Uh, it came out in 2020, but, you know... Uh, I'm just trying to see. I, yes, I okay. The 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 master grade does uh, actually have the bird mode also for uh hmm. and uh here. Uh, 
Well, because there was the original Master Grade, which is quite old, and then there was the Verka that they okay. did. I didn't realize. I, yeah. I have it. I haven't built it. I didn't realize it was new. I just got it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I also want to, very quickly, I want to shout out, listeners, you wouldn't have gotten any of this, but Dylan has been very patient with the fact that I just woke up while sick and am doing some, I'm blowing my nose a lot, and Dylan has been very chill. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm not going to look. I can breathe now. I understand. Um, it is, al- you know, it, well, it is summer, but for me, it is allergy season. So, uh, well, while it's not nearly as bad, I understand, though. I appreciate it. Um, all right. Yeah, so, seeing these two side by side does sort of drill in how, how much cooler I think the the Seraphim unit does, like, like lends this bird mode. And I think, mm-hmm. like, yeah, when, like, wrapped around, like, the, the one shot we have here, that makes it look almost like mobile armory, where it has it wrapped around front, you know? So it almost, you know, it sort of reminds you of, like, some AOZ designs where it's wearing, like, leg extenders or something. I think those look yeah. great. It looks really cool. I don't know why they make all the default images look bad, because all the default images and the art and whatnot all put the, uh... They just put the binders up vertically uh, for the Seraphim binder, and I just think it looks kind of bad. You have to imagine that it's, like, something that, like, in the book, it mentions that being, like, an iconic shot or something. Yeah. So their hands were All right. So. Now, that's the easy one, unfortunately. Okay. Because, and, you know, I'm going to have to mention there are some weird ones now, uh, which, I mean, you may have known. You you covered Frozen Teardrop at uh, a point a while back with, I believe it was Alan, right? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that made it weird was that we couldn't get art of them, mostly. Well, not, yeah, not well, in cloaks anyway, which hide most of... I mean, if we want to do a section on the cloak, you know, but like... Yeah. Um, so... We don't really have good images of the Leo 2 Chimera or the Leo 4 Grief, unfortunately. Uh, or the Tragos 2. So, we're gonna have to move on past those. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let me double check something. Because this might be an E... This might have come up in, um... Uh... Glory of the Losers, because there's a lot of crossover between uh, Glory of the Losers and uh, uh, Frozen Teardrop. Uh, so let me, let me, I have to check the source here. Okay, so in Frozen Teardrop, there is a Leo 4 that shows up, which in Frozen Teardrop, this is uh, apparently traces, because I'm assuming this pops up in a flashback then. Uh, the, this is his Leo 4. Okay, this is so, a Leo goose. Yes, this is a Leo tall geese. So, you have the Leo design, uh, but what you do is you add a very weird-looking forehead crest, because it's not, like, as knightly as the tall geese. It has, like, some metal struts holding it up, and it's blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have... Two binders on the back that are similar to the thruster binders on the Tulgis, except these are much simpler. And they have little sub-thrusters on the side. I don't think these pop open or anything. I think these are just simple thrusters. I'm assuming this is a Leo that doesn't kill the pilot as bad uh, as the Tulgis does. Um, funny little thing, it adds that, uh, that, that uh, yellow trapezoid that I'm always talking about on these wing designs to the end of the, uh, Leo, like, shoulder armor on the one side. Well, on both, it uh, also has it, um, it looks like you would have it at three points, because you can see a little bit of it on the front, on the, front. on the side, and then presumably a, a matching one on the back. Mm-hmm, so that's one difference. The other shoulder has a, uh, it has the mount for the, uh, Dober gun, but it does have something a little different. If you look at the base of the mount, Normally, it's just mounted. Uh, this one has, like, a big square base uh, on the base plate on the front, and it has a sensor on it, which mm-hmm. that's kind of... That's actually new. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, then uh, the rest of it is all Leo until you get to the skirt, wherein um, you have side skirts that are larger, and presumably they can pop open as thrusters, kind of like, you know, the tall geese ones, and then also some rear skirt thrusters that 
also are presumably the Leo ones. Uh, oh, I guess one other difference, um, also, that is kind of a weird one here. Uh, if you look at the knees, it has knees that are the Leo knees, but they don't have the little dots on them. Just a weird little difference. Yeah, it just doesn't have the little dots on the knees. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, this is basically just, yeah, you've Talgeast a Leo, and I don't know what that would do. Like, I, I, again, presumably to me, it looks like the, it looks like the Leo there would be, um, maybe faster than the Leo, but it doesn't kill you. Um, it does mention, okay, we do have a little bit on the article here. Leo Type 4 Grief, featuring Frozen Teardrop and Glory of the Losers. Uh, a dedicated machine for the Oz specials that goes beyond the realm of mass-produced models, disregarding ease of production. White in color, almost has the same armament as the Tall Geese and various verniers on the back and hips. Uh, it, it's, it has the heavy equipment of the Leo with the high mobility of the Ares. Uh, the cannon has comparable power as a mid-range cannon of the Tragos. This weapon can be mounted on both shoulders to increase the mobile suit's attack power, so you can have a dual wielding the Dobur guns. Um, apparently, there are also rebels at the Marius plant of the Lunar Factory that use black painted units, which are called the Schwartz uh, Griefs in the Rebellion. I don't think your cat's given up. Yeah, no. Actually, you say that, he has stopped now. Yeah. <laughs> right when you said that. I, I good jinxed it. Uh, he's been a little rambunctious lately, which is fine. Uh, last couple of times I let him in my room, though, uh, he jumped on my table and knocked over my G-Witch kits, and then the other time, he ju- he almost jumped onto uh, the Dunbine shelf, so I'm like, no, you can't be in here if you're going to be jumping on shelves. Yeah. Because my cat is slightly chubby and doesn't understand his own power, and uh, will knock everything over. But anyway, uh, yeah, so the, the Leo Type 4 is uh so i think that um yes it's uh well after colony 186 so what year is that um because because as we know frozen teardrop no longer takes place in after colony it takes place in mars century i mean uh hmm that would be uh before things because it's after colony 195 is where most of. Oh, so these are in the past. Okay. Huh. Each Q going in, you know. So, like so they didn't times. actually update the Leo for fucking, like, eight years? Or nine years? Huh. I mean, I guess they didn't have to. The Oz was in control of, you know, stuff. I don't know. Just funny. Uh, Glory of the Losers having all the random uh, past things is always amusing to me. Um, alright, and then there is a little section here on the Leo 2 Chimera, so I may as well read it. Um, it's just a prototype Leo used in early military campaigns, uh, such as that led by Trey's against rebel factions in Mogadishu. Uh, at Trey's insistence, these were white, uh, Leos. They were painted white. Uh, I find it funny that the Type 2 is a prototype. When you would, uh, look... Glory of the Losers and Frozen Teardrops makes the lineages of all the suits real fucky in weird ways. Yeah. Um, Do we have any art of this one, or...? No, the the of the two, no. Okay. We also don't have art of the Tragos 2, which I'm assuming the Tragos 2, it just says that it's specialized for lunar surface battles, so it's probably just... It might even just be the same design. Um, now, the Wyvern. Uh, I don't know entirely what the Wyvern is. If I'm being honest, it is listed here, but yeah. Uh, then the Snow Wright Prelude. Then there's the Warlock. I do know that. So the Gundam Warlock, uh, we do have some kind of pictures of. Uh, unfortunately, always under wraps. Uh, the Gundam Warlock is a Death Scythe. Uh, so we know that much about it. Uh, one image of it is here. Mm-hmm. Uh,. Let me see. There's another classic image of it that uh, I know of, uh, where it is dual wielding scythes. Oh yeah, Here the, we are. that's the classic shot of it from the uh, yeah. audio drama, I believe. 
Yes, so here it is, dual-wielding scythes, because of course, uh, it's gotta be more. Uh, we don't entirely know what it looks like, though, is the unfortunate thing. Um, we just know that it, it, it can dual-wield scythes, or it can have a single scythe, because again, we also have this shot of it, um... Of it and the Snow White when they are first debuted and everyone was like, these are our new Gundams, what are you talking about? Um, can you please show us it? Uh, I love, actually, that even in a Dengeki model, by the way, or Dengeki hobby, uh, someone did a custom model of it, uh, like a little SD model, and it's still under the cloak. I mean, you can't just make things up. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, it's just goofy to me because, like, Frozen Teardrop is weird, uh, and we know part of this is also uh, seemingly, according to the writer, uh, Katoki didn't want to debut the designs until they knew what they were doing with them, like if they were doing uh, figures or whatever with them. Mm -hmm. uh, at least that, that now that's one side of the story. So, of course, who knows? Um, but, uh, yeah. Um, oh, uh, I found an answer on the wyvern. Oh, what is the wyvern? No art of it, but the wyvern is the first suit to have a zero system. It was made by J. Null, um, and it's Epion-like. Okay. Uh, we also do know one other thing about the warlock, uh, which luckily I was able to find a scan of the page. Well, kind of a scan, a photo of the page. Uh, it has a quadrupedal mode. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it is the, yeah, Fenrir mode. Uh, so, the, it, it still happens while cloaked. The the nano cloak becomes a scarf. Ah, you have another image of it. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, the cloak becomes a scarf. Uh, the quadruped mode was built for Earth combat. Uh, it, it, its output is increased by three times, but its fighting time is greatly reduced because of this. Cockpit moves from the chest to the back and becomes a bulletproof glass canopy, giving a better field of view to the pilot. It looks like the it's two using... Beam size... Oh, sorry. It looks like it's using a buster shield as a face, as a head. Yeah, I believe it puts the buster shield, like, on the head. Uh, and then the two sides now move to the shoulder. Sure. As you can sure. kind of see in that image. Uh, the beam wings emitted from these uh, apparently allow flight. Uh, so... It's very goofy, is what it is. Uh, oh, during transforming, by the way, it makes the moon red because the nanomachines move uh, over the uh, area and make it so the moon appears red. Man, Frozen Teardrop's great. Yeah. Um, it makes me think of the uh, shadows from Devil May Cry, which are like inky black cats that sort of do like tentacle, like bladed tentacle attacks. Um, oh, someone mentioned also, sorry, uh, that, uh, it also, so it has the, the weapon, a new weapon called the Platinum Fang, which I'm assuming is the Buster Shield, right? Because mm -hmm. it's called the Fang, and that goes over the face. Um, finally, uh, it, if something is mentioned where it is, uh, Kenkoniteki, which means stake everything one has or gamble everything, uh, and it's, it purges some of its armor to fly around the warlock and attack. Hmm. Yeah, uh, like, basically like missiles. Uh, which would explain why it kind of gets skinnier. Because you can notice, like, the legs and stuff, you know, are a little... Uh, Mostly frame, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a weird thing. I wish we had more of the goddamn thing. Anyway. That's just, uh, that's, I, that's my, like, big thing with Frozen Teardrop that really annoys me. Uh, weirdly, though, the next one is the Prometheus. We actually have a fucking full body of the Gundam Prometheus for some reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Uh, but this is, like, the one that we actually got a full body design of. Uh, specifically, uh, here, let me pull it up. Um... It is pretty cool. Uh, I mean, it's it's goofy, but like I just read the f uh, the Fenrir mode, right? Like Frozen Teardrop is kind of goofy. So the Prometheus is the Heavy Arms descendant. Uh, what we have here is a Heavy Arms 
that has done a couple of weird things. You can still see the Mars cloak on the back. So, the head still has half of a clown mask. I uh, can't really see the details of it in this image, unfortunately. Um, so the chest, uh, one of the Gatlings on one side is exposed. Now, I don't know if the armor being exposed is meant to be a permanent thing or not, but it has, like, a chest Gatling, and obviously the chest looks like it still opens up like to all the Gatlings, like the EW version and all that. Mm -hmm. The shoulder is similar to the EW version, but adds some extra doors and has managed to pack even more missiles into the shoulder because of this. Because the EW version keeps missiles both inside the shoulder and then also in the doors of the shoulder. Uh, as you go down, it has uh, a, an extra subarm uh, being held uh, from like the bicep area that has a bunch of missiles in it. Uh, the arms frame is a bit exposed. Like it's it it, it kind of minimizes the armor, presumably to be able to carry more missiles, I guess. Uh, so you have, like, a bunch of frame, exposed frame on the arms. Uh, and the armor is, like, thinner. Uh, as you hit the skirts, it doesn't actually have front skirts or side skirts, really. Like, it kind of has side skirts, but they're not, like, as massive as the normal ones, I don't think. Actually, no, they're about, oh, wait, no. The heavy arms never had huge side skirts. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then, uh, you have... Bare thighs, uh, so no front skirts, bare thighs. It makes the legs look long because, you know, no front skirt. Uh-huh, the classic. Uh, the way the bare thighs are is also weird because, like, they're a little different on each side. Like, the one on the right looks more armored. It's all very uh, it's all very patchwork. But it's very patchy, yeah. Um, and then, like, the knees also are weird. Like, the knees, you have these little plates that are sticking out of the knee rather than having a full knee. Uh, like a, a plate sticking out at the top and the bottom uh, has like a little handle still has the uh, side of the leg uh, missile pods as well um, and then finally it's handheld weapon and like the rest of it is also just patchwork armor basically nothing really interesting to describe uh, it's weapon though is a cross shaped Gatling gun I mean it is 1000% doing the Nicholas D. Wolfwood it has a, yes. I mean, a Gatling gun in this case, but it has a machine gun on one end and a, a, a rocket launcher on the other. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty cool. It also is the thing. The head also kind of looks like it has Vulcan pods, but that's probably just, I mean, it's not really a thing in wing. So maybe that's just an effect. Yeah. Can't really tell. Um, but yeah, this is like one of the clearest images though we have of any of the Gundams from, uh, Frozen Teardrop. Um, and I will say it's, it's ridiculous, but I do like it. Um, oh, I forgot to mention, there is one weird little part. If you look behind the legs, you can see there's, like, large back skirts. I don't know what the deal with those are, though, but you can see that they hang low. Well, you can also see along the side of the leg are rocket launchers, or, sorry, more missile packs. Yeah. Um, I am, this is, you know, completely unfounded. I'm just going to guess that this is going to somehow be more missiles. That seems to be what this guy's about. Um, yeah, and then it has the cloak over one shoulder, which looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's the Prometheus. If you're gonna do a dumb, exaggerated version of the Heavy Arms, good work. Uh, next up would be the Scheherazade. Uh, which, of course, is going to be a pain in the ass, because another Scheherazade exists in Gundam. Uh... So, give me one sec. We do have a picture of this one, kind of, also. Um... It's a frontal shot. Give me... Oh, it's actually on the wiki. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's good. Uh, I, I, I Look, the wiki was missing some of these, so... Uh, the Scheherazade. This is the design that is the uh, uh, later version of the... Uh, Sandrock. Sandrock. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name. So, um, again, most of it is obscured by cloak, unfortunately. However, we can see the head, and the head is actually very different from the Sandrock. So it has, like, a crest around the head that kind of resembles, like, I don't even know how to how to describe it, like a, like a sun-ish kind of shape or something. Uh, like, it's, uh, it is five ar white armor plates located radially around the head. The top of the head is very flat. Um, 
has a weird kind of forehead jewel in the middle and then the V-fin. And then the other weird notable thing about this thing, it has almost like snake-like eyebrows above the the eyes. It does, yeah. It's these two tubes that uh, wrap around. Uh, they have like a little part holding them on the side of the head and on the front, like right below the jewel. Um, and it's just like this weird snake-like tube going around the head. It almost feels like a um, shout out to like Zaku tubes. Yeah, it's real weird, uh, especially because it's above the eyes. Um, and then uh, we get a little weird because when you hit the shoulders, these are basically just Sandrock shoulders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it does just have like regular ass Sandrock shoulders. Um, same with like the legs. Uh, the arms look like they are probably different. We can see one of the arms exposed pretty, you know, normally uh, there. Um, it, it still has the heat chattels. Um but the only other thing I know about this thing is apparently its whole deal is it moves weird. It gets described as moving like a dancer at several points, like the way it attacks. Well, isn't um, this being... I imagine this is being piloted by... Um, uh, Catra's sister. Yeah, so there like could Catra. be some of yeah. that, too, where it's like, oh, this is what happens when we put a girl in the Gundam. Uh-huh. It's <clears throat> But that's supposed to also be its combat role, because it is... Unlike the sand rock, it is apparently very agile while still having like the armor and armaments. Wait, no, she pilots Mars Century. No, never mind. She. Oh wait, sorry. Oh, she pilots two things, I think. Okay, she pilots two things because and she's listed as piloting the Prometheus, but. Oh, does she pilot the? Pro- wait. Oh no, I think her and Troa trade. Sure. The fake Troa. Sure. You know what? That's great. Yeah. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Okay. Yeah. Because there's also Troa Phobos, who is, uh, not Troa, but is Troa. Apparently he has no relation to our Troa. Um, he just happens to look like him. Um, I mean, I bet if we read Frozen Teardrop, we'd find out there was something, but. Uh, let me see. Uh, it doesn't say what he pilots. It's a, but... Well, it says, it's, it says on the wiki that he pilots the Shahrazad, but. Oh, it does? Okay. Yeah. Uh... So they must, yeah, you're right, they must trade, because that... They, like, also, that's a classic shout-out to Wing when they trade the, you know, the Wing Zero and the Epion, you know? Yeah. Um, that's kind of funny. Okay, so good. Uh, I guess it makes sense that Troa Phobos, even though he looks like Troa, maybe doesn't have to fight like Troa, though, also. Um, so that's good. Um, so there's a Magonac core, but the new Magonacs are mobile dolls, is the only thing we really know about them. Uh, I guess because, like, the, 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 the boys that we know from, uh, all, all, all the many lads from, uh, Gundam Wing are probably too old to pilot, maybe, now? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, the Maganac Horde now just pilots, you know, they're, 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 or they're not piloted, they are now mobile dolls. Um, we have a couple other weird things, so the Virgo 4. Didn't we talk about now, the Virgo? We talked about the Virgo 4, I believe, on the Virgo episode. Uh, the Virgo 4, I don't know exactly what... I don't even remember exactly what its deal was. I think it just... I think it was pretty similar, ultimately. Um, I think those show up, actually, in the audio drama. Uh, give me one second. Uh, and I don't know if we had that image back then. Uh, because I did find out... Uh, the audio drama on... Uh, I, I watched through a little bit of it on YouTube because it was subbed by someone. Uh, and yeah, uh, I watched that too. Let me find it. I know that they showed a Virgo. Yeah, I've got the I've got the art here. Here you go. Oh, you do. Okay, uh-huh. cool. Faster than me. Uh. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it looks to be basically a Virgo too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Pretty much. Like, it's 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 got you know the two shoulders that both have the uh the things, uh, the, uh, planet defensors. There's not really anything else going on with it that are, like, new. Uh, like, from a design perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, alright. Next up. I also want to point, uh, there's not much to say, but here, we've talked about it before, here is some of the art from that of the, uh, Epion White. Yes. Yeah, okay, I was going to pull that up. Uh, in which we do see there is a difference on the Epion White's design, specifically on the face. Um, 
it has like those weird mask uh like these this weird white like plate and it's got more of a flat chin that's the art sorry that uh, that second art of the virgo twos though that's the one i was actually specifically looking for uh because i remember seeing that one so yeah um but yeah, the, so yeah, we I guess we went a little ahead, but the white Epion is a white Epion. Uh, the other thing is, and you can kind of see it there, it has a third foot. I don't know what part that foot is on. Because uh, you can see it on the front there. I don't know if it's on the arm or what. Oh, uh, huh. I just know that when it transforms, it's a three-headed dragon instead of a two-headed dragon. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. And also, it is called Nataku and piloted by Wufei, Old Man Wufei. Uh, against, and he fights the Red Epion. Um, I did lose my mind, by the way, when I was watching that Frozen Teardrop audio drama. This isn't really a big spoiler because it's announced at the beginning. That it talks about Zex Marquis, the president, being assassinated. And then it shows the rebel group leader, who is clearly Zex Marquis, using a different name. Uh-huh, yeah. And I'm just like, you can't keep doing this. You just can't keep doing you this. You don't know very much about no, Frozen Teardrop, do you? There are, I believe, four Zex Marquis in it. Okay. Right. Of course. And then, of course, you have uh, 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 the the son and daughter of Zex and Noin, who are just gender-bent Zex and Noin. <laughs> uh, Frozen Teardrop rules. I remember being more like, ah, oh, this is so stupid and bad. But after watching Wing again recently, I'm like, you know what? No, this is actually the perfect sequel for Wing, and it rules. Funnily enough, with the Scheherazade, uh, I believe we actually have one earlier image of it, by the way. Oh, really? Yes, that doesn't look like the final one. Because look, it doesn't have the tube on the head. But it clearly has like a taller head, and it has the... um the chattels but again as, as seemingly stated by the writer uh the designs seemingly fluctuated a lot yeah yeah i mean i i do believe like i i would totally believe that K- kotoki would be like if you want me to do proper versions of this you better give me a fucking budget yeah yeah because that's the thing right is like the designs ultimately seem like they would be a little complex, even for, like, you know, master grades and stuff. So maybe, yeah. Um, all right. So, uh, uh, one other Mobile Suit recolor. Oh, sorry. I'll I'll mention one. Oh, wait, it's it's on the list. Never mind. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. And we won't be able okay. to say anything about it. Hooray. Uh, there is the, the uh, so you mentioned the Epion White. There's also the Wing Zero, uh, the Black Wing Zero. Man, that's Which, just a good image right there. Yeah. Uh, the Blackwing Zero does add a new design element. It has little bat wings on the butt, uh, while also having, you know, it is mostly... It's called the Blackwing Zero. It's actually more very much purple here, uh-huh. which I think looks really cool. And I like... It's purple, and then the blue is replaced with, like, a teal. Like, if you look at the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, it adds, uh, like, bat wings to the butt, which is pretty good. Uh, I believe this is... Re- is this Relena? No, I think this is uh, Catherine. Oh, right. Okay. With a Q. Right. Because he loves the name Catherine, and he wants to use it so many times. It's, I'm, um, I'm a little confused, because maybe this is a new localization thing. Um, they're now listing Catherine with a K as, as her name on the wiki. I've always seen it as with a Q. I, mm, I don't know. I cannot say. Or it could just be the wiki being um, stupid. I don't know. What was the next design you were going to mention, though? Um, It's the next one on the list. It's the Talgi's Heaven. Oh. Talgi's Heaven. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, we don't know anything except for it's, it has an interesting ability. But um, There is one other suit that is actually not listed on our list here, which is these. And I don't know what these are. But these are on a page. Yeah, I did see these as well, and I didn't know what to say. Um, they have a spade, <clears throat> a heart, and a club. They clearly have, like, a playing card motif. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what these are. They have some sort um, of, like, staff gun, one of them. Another one, there's, like, a staff, like, spear. There's a staff halberd. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're basically knights. And they are wearing, like, nanomachine cloaks, it looks like. They're much smaller, but you can see, like, on the back, like, the, cl- the tattered cloak. And the other two also have cloaks on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what these are supposed to be, though. These are, they're all, like, weird, like, 
playing card themed royal units. Um, and the main, the, they, they, they look like Leo variants if you look at them. Cause like, look at the legs and like the, the crotch, uh, yeah. the crotch and yeah, like, but I don't think these are ever given a name or if they are, I don't know what they are. Uh, but yeah, I did want to mention those though. And that would be it though. Yeah. But here's the thing. If we didn't cover them here, we never would have covered them. The Talgi's so. Heaven, I will say, we don't know basically anything about it, except for real, uh-huh. real, uh, real Zex, real Miliardo is piloting it. Um, and it apparently has, quote, anti-nanomachine technology. It's here to beat the turn mm. A. That's funny. Oh, if it ever pops up in a G-Gen, they do have to make it so it actually can, like, nullify the turn A's regenerative nanomachines or something. Or like, or or like, force. What if it could forcibly stop uh, Moonlight Butterfly? That'd be also pretty cool. I mean, just can't use the Moonlight Butterfly attacks uh, while you were fighting it. I mean, here's the thing: like, there they never get that granular with interactions, but I would love it. (laughs) I I sincerely really want an animated Frozen Teardrop. I like, I know that I would get mad at the writing. I know that I would, but it is. Even just from a plot perspective and character's perspective, it is swinging for the fences in a way that I just really admire. Well, that's my thing. Is like interestingly, for a long time, I had the issue where I kind of assumed that I did not like Frozen Teardrop very much, and you know, people would talk about it and talk up the plot elements, and I would be very like, "This is so stupid," but. Now, I kind of am like, you know, why was I like that? Just have fun. Um, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it seems like it's just fun. I, uh, I also just really want to see these forms. Because, like, what we've seen of, of them trying to actually draw these forms, it's like, oh, they can. And they look fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, no. They, they do look really weird and cool. I mean, because that's the thing, right? It's Mars Century. The Mars is covered in nanomachines. Things are fucking weird. So all the mobile suits are also weird. Um, yeah. And look, you gave us how many hours of seed? How bad can this be? Yeah. Yeah. Seed movie more real than ever. Alas. Alas. Oh, I'm so mad about it. I'm so mad about it. It looks so terrible. They just, they gave Locke his permanent duck mouth, and I don't understand why. It's like, the, yeah, the one change that showed that she's gotten older, she now has permanent, like, shiny, glossy lips. But the shape of them, right? She is, it's a duck's bill. I don't understand. That's not a human mouth. No, she's, she's just, look, she's just making, like, she's pogging. kissy lips. She's making kissy lips at all times. That's not what kissy lips look like. Um, yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, then. Quick episode this week. Quick episode. Quick episode. Go easy on Which me. Which is good, though, yeah. because... Yeah. Easy on six. Uh, six. Yeah. Uh, anything to report on? Any questions? Anything like that? Or where people can find you or whatever? Um... Not yet. I gotta. I gotta bug someone who was gonna send an email and then didn't. Um, they don't have. Obviously, oh. if you hear this, obviously you don't have to. Just like, oh, it sounded cool. I wanted to read it. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, G Witch yeah. is over. So over on MAHQ. That's 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 a wrap on that. Um, and uh, yeah. yeah, not not too much. Not too, you know, quiet times for us uh, on MAHQ. Uh, Chris is catching up on some of the the Zeta re reviews. Um, which is a good thing to do, and is also an indicator of how little is going on. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, as you catch this episode, it should be this episode should be coming out on Wednesday, the nineteenth of July, which means that tomorrow, ten p.m. Eastern, Gundam and MAHQ recording live on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash/FightersReady. Uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at Sixdetmar, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. Um, not tweeting a whole lot over there anymore because I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get off the bird site. And by get off, I just mean not 
do much with it. I will leave it open. You will always be able to DM me there as long as that's possible, because I want to have a channel by which people can get a hold of me for site stuff. But if you want to see me actually posting shit, um, I had a I I thought I had a pretty cool post about the about the Regazi and its variants over on Cohost. Check that out. Cohost is also at six Detmar S A X D E T T M A R. Uh, also, Scanly Media Com Patreon Scanly Media Dylan. What about you? Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at LowPolyRobot, on BlueSky at LowPolyRobot, on Cohost at LowPolyRobot. I'm the same on everything. Um, uh, haven't been actively posting on any one particularly over the other. Some days I'll just do a bunch of BlueSky posts. Some days I do a bunch of Twitter. Really just depends on what I'm doing. Um, usually if I'm like live tweeting game stuff, I'm still defaulting to Twitter, mostly because it is the easiest, most low effort option for me to post to. Because on Blue Sky, I can't post videos, and on Co-Host, I always feel the need to post more than four images and having to do, like, all, you know, the fancy work of uploading things so that I can, uh, you know, embed them. Uh, it just, you know, lots of brain worms about how I post on different sites, because every posting site has a little bit of a different, like, etiquette going on and a different timeline going on, mm -hmm. um, and whatnot. Uh, so still in the, the figuring out things phase there. Uh, but yeah, uh, I haven't been doing too much. I, uh, I, uh, I, I did treat myself, uh, to some models recently. So I did post a bunch of those on Twitter. I got, uh, let me tell you, you know, what's really fun six. Uh, I got a super star destroyer model. Uh -huh. Um, it's like the little Bandai one lining greebles. And then it like, like is really fun specifically on Imperial stuff because, it all needs to be dark gray anyway. So I really love how it turned out. Uh, this was all the same color when I got it. Uh, here, I'm going to link you. Uh, this uh, Super Star Destroyer was all the same color when I got it. Oh. So that, all that all that dark, that's just me running the gray line, uh, my gray uh, real touch marker, and just going back and forth over it. And unlike, you know, when you line a Gunpla, you don't wipe it off, right? You just... You greeble it up. You wipe off, obviously, on the outside where you want it to be smooth. But all that middle there, I just was like, I'll just leave the marker on because that makes it be the correct color. Um, I love the detail on this, too. For for something that I got for, like, such... It, it's very cheap because, you know, it's small. Um, it has more pieces than I thought, though. But it's, like, one of those models where, like, it is so small that the instructions were in the box, right? Mm -hmm. Like As in, like, the box had the instructions printed on the edges. Right. Um... But, uh, it, it was just a cute little thing. Um, most of the pieces all come from, uh, like, the middle. Because in order to get the tiered look, you have to, like, you put on, like, the outer, like, layers of greeble. And then you have, like, the more inner layers of greeble. Like, it, in order to get, like, all the detail of the greeble without any issue, like, I guess they did it across multiple pieces. Um, it's really cool, though. I love the way this looks. I always love the Super Star Destroyer, though, too. I just think it's cool. I love that it's just a big knife um, of a ship. Yeah. Um, other fun one I got. Sorry to... I know we were like, oh, we ended early to save uh, uh, six, but I'm like, no, I need to show six my models, though. <laughs> um, give me one sec. I'm pulling them up on my phone in our chat. Uh, I got a Sega Saturn also. Oh, yeah, I saw some uh, of that. Yeah, the Sega Saturn model fucking rules, dude. It is like... It just, it has all kinds of cute little features, um, like the little disc, uh, like, it, it is done in three layers, like, you have the top of the casing, the bottom of the casing, which also houses, like, the, like, the, like, primary motherboard thing, and then the middle, which is, like, the, uh, like, a metal layer, uh, with, um, like, the power stuff on the left, uh, in yellow, and then you've got, like, the, la uh, the disc, the disc even uh, the disc tray thing even includes like a little laser diode, like a little clear piece that looks like the laser diode you put in there. Um, it's just a really fun little model. Um, also for cheap, um, it was on clearance, unlike the PlayStation uh, at the place I got it. So I guess accurate to the Saturn experience. Yes, yeah, yeah. But the Saturn is much more interesting for me to own. The little disc uh, eject thing even has, like, there's a little hinge on the inside so that when you press the button for opening the uh, the tray, it actually does pop it up a little bit. Oh, that's cool. Not all the way, but yeah, it's very cute. Uh, also, unlike the PlayStation, comes with three games 
uh, on the fake disc, as opposed to the PlayStation, which only has the fake disc and then the black sticker to do the CD on the one side, but doesn't come with any games. Um, this one, you can either make the disc be Nights into Dreams, which is the one I picked because it was my favorite of the three, uh, Sakura Wars 2, or Virtua Fighter, which I think is neat. Um, that was also like a little one. Uh, basically, New Type had like a sale uh, for 4th of July. So I was like, I'm going to treat myself to a bunch of little guys. And then also some not-so-little guys. Uh, I also got an Alchemy uh, little Pokemon model, because I think Alchemy is a cute design. And it was also, like, another one that was, like, you know, $8 or whatever. It's really cheap. Oh, yeah, I've got that one. Yeah, it's very cute. Um, I like it because even though it does have some stickers, which was a little disappointing, they're actually generally not the front ones though i thought that was really neat like all the pink parts that are like displayed towards the front which is the part you'd be looking at mostly are actually mostly pieces other than like the ones right above the uh little uh strawberries in the hair uh but otherwise the stickers are only on the back or for the eyes which is pretty nice um i got the uh yf19 uh which uh six the YF-19, one of its things that it touted was having the new style, like, stickers. Look at the end of that. You see the, uh, tan- uh, So, you see those four dots, right? The tan around the four dots is a sticker, as is the gray. And you can kind of tell because it's not quite the same color as the tan and the gray, because, uh-huh. you know, just a different sheen. The stickers go on real good, though, huh. on the, uh, YF-19. Uh, I love this thing, by the way. This was a really fun build. It was really weird. You know, it's a parts former, but, like, the way it parts forms is neat. Uh, and I actually applied all the stickers because the stickers are kind of cool. Uh, you can see, like, a good set of them if you look at, the, like, the last image in, in the armless Garlock mode there. Uh, they just go on real good. Like, they just stay on very flat. Um, I know that was, like, one of the advertised features was, like, the new style sticker. The new style sticker, fucking, those are actually really good. I hope they use those more later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, the last two, just real quick. I got the Blue Destiny. Uh, I kind of cheated with to make it have the head I want, because uh, we've talked about the differences. Uh, so the manga version has the Gundam eyes underneath, and the game version has the little dot eyes. Of course, I prefer the dot eyes. But I like the manga version's, like, weird little head sensor. Turns out, the faceplates are, are, the the area with the uh, face and the eyes is the exact same on both. Like, the connections and everything. So I just, I just swapped what it had. <laughs> there you go. Mine's not accurate to either version, but I don't care. It's the cool, it's the coolest looking of the, of the ideas. Uh, very last one, finally. Uh, I got the Providence also because, again, I was able to get a percentage off on it. And I, I like the Providence. Uh, model kit specifically it's, yeah. it's pretty cool also has an incredible beam saber effect I didn't, I've seen it in pictures I did not realize just how big the damn thing was it's taller than the mobile suit it's pretty cool um, yeah alright uh, alright six uh, well for the sign off do you have a quote anything from frozen sure. teardrop you can find yeah Okay. Uh, so Sace Clark engineer of the space fortress bulge is being asked about the grief, right? And he's being, they're, they're being like, I mean, hey, listen, you know, you're, you're talking about all the stuff you made. Isn't the grief kind of similar to that? And he says, no, absolutely not. There's no way I'd ever make such an expensive thing. I disapprove. I completely disapprove. Wait, you said something Clark. Is that, but you didn't say Trant. Correct, I didn't. Does, does Trant have like a, Grouchy dad, or a grouchy dad, or dad. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, Trant Clark is in this scene as a child, and then his dad breaks his toy. He... Trant's a cla- tragic <sighs> figure. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, of course. I mean, you know, he because he, he he's the one who dies piloting the fucking Wing Zero. Um, I, I I thought he was kind of a dick. Honestly, I didn't really feel tragic for him in, in Gundam. Yeah, Wing. I was being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Uh, but yes. Oh, no, sorry. It okay. is it is his brother. Never mind. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, whatever. I just didn't know. Well, I just didn't know if that was also... Because uh, I didn't know when the when that was built. So for all I knew, it could have been after. 
Oh, wait, no, Bulge. Is that the barge? Bulge yep. is its yep. actual name. Right, I forgot about that. Never mind, that is during, like, or before Wing, I guess, technically. Um, okay. Basically, he's talking about how pissed off he is about the tall geese, so, you know. That's so funny. All right. Well. Peace out, everybody. Peace. Peace.